हेलो दिस इज सईद उजमान फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम ब्रिंगिंग यू योर डेली डोज ऑफ न्यूज टूडे इज ट्यूजडे द ट्वेंटी सेकेंड ऑफ नवंबर द साकेत कोर्ट ऑन मंडे एक्सटेंडेड आफ्ताब पुनावालास कस्टडी टू फोर मोर डेज इन कनेक्शन विद द मर्डर ऑफ हिज लिवन पार्टनर श्रद्धा वलकर इंडियन एक्सप्रेस रिपोर्टेड He was produced before the court via video conferencing as his 5-day custody was bound to expire today. Aftab in a Delhi court today said that he killed his girlfriend in the heat of the moment. NDTV reported. Aftab further told the court that he is cooperating with the police and not misleading them. The police did not contest his claim in the court. Aftab's legal aid counsel Avinash Kumar stated that the 10-day remand that had already been taken and two more days would be enough for the investigation while opposing the police remand delhi police sources were quoted in several media reports saying that aftab has claimed to have thrown the saw and blade which he used to chop off shaddas body in the bushes of dlf phase 3 gurugram sources also say that he threw the meat cleaver in a dustbin at a 100 foot road in south delhi's mehroli the police so far have recovered 13 bones base of a skull and a decapitated jaw which they have sent for forensic examination to match with Shraddha's father's DNA samples apart from the narco analysis test that the court has already agreed to the delhi police has approached the court to conduct a polygraph test on punawala to help them recover the missing weapon and other evidence listeners bjp leader and assam chief minister hemanta biswa sarma recently urged people to vote for pm narendra modi to avoid a repeat of the shraddha walkar case congress leader ashok gehlot has accused the bjp of using the issue to target a community and now the bjp has hit back accusing the rajasthan chief minister of vote bank politics ahead of gujarat elections but what are the real issues for voters in gujarat news laundry is on ground to bring you reports interviews and another election show with manisha pande and atul charasia as gujarat prepares to vote in the assembly elections coverage like this requires a lot of resources and we do this without any corporate or government ad money so power our election coverage by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the nl sena button news laundry is able to hold power accountable because we are not funded by big corporations we run on the support of our subscribers subscribe to us to serve public interest and counter hate pay to keep news free the madras high court has sent the center a notice on a plea for an income tax exemption to those with an annual income of less than rupees 8 lakh bar and bench reported the petitioner dmk member kunnur sinivasan argued that a section of the finance act 2022 that requires people with an annual income of more than 2.5 lakh rupees to pay income tax is ultra wires that is an act done outside of one's authority this is in light of the supreme court's decision to grant a 10% quota to people from economically weaker sections for people who cannot take advantage of the reservations offered to scheduled castes scheduled tribes and other backward classes but have an annual family income of less than rupees 8 lakhs the union government introduced the economically weaker section quota in 2019 families with more than 1000 square feet of residential land or 5 acres of agricultural land are not eligible for the quota the petitioner argued that if the government is classifying this category as an economically weaker section then it must also be applied during tax collection live law reported
The case will be heard by the court in four weeks. Days after the Bombay High Court granted bail to Dalit rights activist and scholar Anand Tel Tumre, the NIA on Tuesday approached the Supreme Court against the Bombay High Court order, ANI reported. Anand Tel Tumre has been booked under the UAPA in the Bhima Koregaon violence case. He was accused of Maoist links and is lodged at the Taloja Central Jail. The High Court on November 18 granted bail to him but he had stayed the order for a week so that NIA could approach the Supreme Court. The case will be heard on November 25 by a bench of Chief Justice of India DY Chandrachud and Justices Hema Kohli and JB Padiwala. The prosecution has argued that during an event that was allegedly backed by the banned Communist Party of India Maoist inflammatory speeches were made. which led to the violence at Koregaon Bhima village near Pune in 2018 after the supreme court denied him relief tel tumbre an indian institute of management graduate who taught at the iit surrendered before the nia on april 14 2020 the border security force on tuesday thwarted two infiltration attempts along the international border in jammu killing one intruder and detaining another pti reported According to Inspector General of BSF Jammu Frontier DK Bura suspicious movements by an intruder were noticed near the international border in Arnia sector after which the intruder crossed over to the Indian side from the international border and started moving towards the fence he added that the intruder was killed after he refused to pay heed to warnings given by the security personnel and kept on moving towards the fence aggressively Another intruder was arrested as he tried to cross the international border. He was warned by the troops following which he surrendered. Bura added that these incidents show that attempts are being made from across the border to engineer infiltrations. The incidents come days after a Pakistani drone dropped two improvised explosive devices near a police post at Falain Mandal near the border in Jammu. The devices were later destroyed. 38 people died after a fire broke out at a company dealing in chemicals and other industrial goods in central China the guardian reported according to the city's publicity department the fire broke out on monday at the plant of the commerce and trade company in wenfeng district of anyang city in henan province it took firefighters more than 4 hours to douse the fire pti reported two people who suffered injuries due to the fire are in stable condition The state-run Xinhua news agency reported, while the cause of the fire is yet to be ascertained, the police have taken some suspects into custody for investigation. The death toll in the 5.6 magnitude earthquake that hit Indonesia on Monday has risen to 162. The Associated Press reported on Tuesday. The search operation for the bodies is still ongoing. According to the governor of the West Java province, Ridwan Kamil. 13,000 people whose homes suffered heavy damage were taken to evacuation centers. Kamil also said that since many people still remain trapped at various places, the number of deaths and injuries may rise. Herman Suherman, the chief of Sianjur's local administration said that since there was no electricity at the Sayang Hospital in West Java, the doctors were unable to operate on injured persons immediately. The emergency workers had to treat injured people on stretchers and blankets outside hospitals in some places. According to the data from the United States Geological Survey, the Sianjur region in the country's West Java province was identified as the epicenter of the earthquake. 
the tremors reportedly emerged at a shallow depth of 10 kilometers. According to Indonesia's National Disaster Mitigation Agency chief Suharyanto, the regional hospital in Sianjur collapsed due to the earthquake, which caused the majority of the deaths. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.